Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. All right. Hard Talk Radio again. Here to talk about that subject again. Feminism and Roe v. Wade. Let's hear what these uh, quote-unquote allies of black women and uh, seeing all women as women got to say. Let's hear what they got to say. Stop using songs about black emancipation for your white feminism pro-choice videos. Well, <clears throat> let me just correct what I, what I said. What I mean to say is this. <clears throat> Let's see what they were doing that got this article coming into existence. Let me put it that way. Why would they ever say that? Why would someone write an article like this? Let's see. Since their overturning of Roe v. Wade tore away reproductive rights nationwide, white women, regardless of political leaning, have been doing the most online at the expense of people of color. From claims like, this is the first time the Supreme Court has taken away rights and not extended them, to suggesting that abortion clinics be set up on reservations, to shamelessly telling black women online that they should lead the fight for reproductive rights because, and I'm paraphrasing here, we've been fighting for longer and are better equipped to fight. Hmm. Basically, these uh, white feminists want black women to be the ones acting the fool, doing the most, because they know what they've been doing on TikTok is not working. You know, threatening to have sex strikes, uh, threatening to end relationships and marriages if men don't get on board with killing their own child or killing babies, period. All that nonsense. And you want to go on reservations. You want to set up clinics on reservations. Why? Why must you go and use someone else's land for what you want to do? Get your own spot. This is sad, man. This is so sad. Did you even ask the people on the reservation if they wanted that? No. Just suggested just use their land for a place to kill babies. As if all of this weren't bad enough, an echoing trend on TikTok specifically has been quite frankly disgusting. Two songs have been going around as pro-trace empowerment anthems played over videos frustrated by <clears throat> scouters rollback of reproductive and civil rights they signal that the uploader and women will be defined and stay strong one of them is a small clip of the song keep your head up from tupac shakur 1993 album strictly for my n-words oh boy this is sad man this is insane. And this is the nonsense that they want to pull. All right. I'm not going to play the video because I don't want anything uh, to, you know, backlash on my channel. My thing is like, why would you use a song that is not about feminism? It's not about uh, women's right to choose. It's about women who are growing up black women growing up in the ghetto who are single mothers and can't depend on a man because they made poor choices in picking a man to be the father of their child and they have to struggle that has nothing to do with abortion nothing to do with roe v wade 
but they're doing it because they want to try and have dog whistles for low-income women. And those are the, mostly the black women having these abortions are from low-income environments. You have women that are, you know, graduate schools, you know, high education, but mostly it is low-income women because low-income women usually grow up in broken homes, really, you know, don't have the money for an abortion, um, really don't know anything about waiting till marriage, all that stuff that could, if though that, um, that woman's willing to struggle, it will be hard to be celibate. It will be hard to restrain yourself because the temptation is there, but the reward is waiting for that right man that is qualified to be not only be the father of your kids, but the husband of your kids. The husband of you, I'm sorry, the husband of you and a father to those children. That's the reward of being celibate. Dedicated to 15-year-old Latisha Harlins, who's killing alongside the acquittal in the beating of Rodney King, sparked the 1992 LA riots. The song is an ode to black women. You don't need the music video dedication to know it's about black women. Only to look at the name of the album and the opening lyrics of the song. Like I said, these white feminists have no respect for black people or black women, period. Their agenda is to try to herd black women, feminists, to come to their aid like a good little dog and um, to basically bring them to the fight like a pit bull. Oh, you're not going to give me what I want? Cool. I'll call in. Send in the black women. Send them in. Release the Kraken. That's basically what it is. Okay? That is basically what it's about. Okay? And that is something that is... um, Black women should have to wake up to. All right, Outlaw, uh, you can come up if you want. All right, I left the link right there in the description box, in the discussion box. Let me know when you want to come up, all right? Okay, so here are the lyrics. A little something for my godson, Eliza, and a little girl named Corin. Some say the black, be- the black of the berry, the sweeter the juice. I see the darker the flesh, then the deeper the roots. I give a, hol- a holler to my sisters on welfare. Like I said, these are to women who, black women who grew up on welfare, low income, who had no real upbringing, and they picked the wrong man in life, and now they're the single mother. Not trying to make offense. This is how it is. I'm black, so I'm not being racist. Tupac cares if don't nobody else care. And anybody, you know, who non-black and all, this is this is basically what it is. This is music dedicated to women growing up in the sub-black culture, okay? Which is the hood, which is the ghetto. And we basically nine times out of 10 grew up without a dad. And this is their lot. And they end up unfortunately picking the wrong man and now they become a single mother. And Tupac grew up in a single parent home. This is what he had to deal with. And this is this is the um, inspiration for his music as well. 
I'll be the first to admit that I am a person who prefers to fawn over sound and melody rather than the context and lyrics. However, if you're going to do something in public, such as reference a song for an inten intentional political reason or just create art, yes, video art with it, every element of the song matters. At least look at the lyrics who made it. They don't care. That's how they look. Martin, look, Malcolm X was on point. The Democrats are like a fox. Okay? They don't care. They just want numbers. That's what they want. Okay? Republicans are bad. Okay? And, um... But Democrats, they're... they're I'd say they're more deadly because they pretend to be your friend. And they only reveal themselves who they really are when you start to think for yourself, when you start making demands for your help, you want me to help you? You want me to vote for you? Okay, I want reparations. I want better schools. I want the same equipment that you put in your white schools. I want the same type of equipment put in black public schools so we have a competitive edge. Then you're going to be called the N-word. Then you're going to be called everything else, a tar baby, everything, just like Clarence Thomas. Okay? When he helped with that overturn of Roe v. Wade, Inner slave master awakening all the Democrats. Okay, I got a person here. Come on. What's up, outlaw? What's up? Man, this is a great topic you're talking about. And one of the things I ultimately, whenever I'm on panels, mention, it's ironic how they want to keep our people in the state of childhood. Yep. You know, people don't want to be responsible. Like you mentioned the Clarence Thomas thing. And what it opened my eyes to is how little people read at all. Right. You know, whether or not you're for abortion, which is obviously evil, but that's not even the debate. They did something that they were never supposed to do and put in the document. And they didn't even totally take it away, but yet people are losing their minds. Right. You could still you could still have abortion in a state you just drive to that state. Now, um, now the thing is, like, I have heard, okay, I was watching something on Amazing Lucas, I don't know if you heard of him, that I think they're trying to even make it in a way that you still have to have that kid. Like, if you come from a state that doesn't allow abortion, and you try to get a, an abortion in a state that does, you could be penalized for it. I have to check that out, I have to find out, to look yeah. at his video again. But then again, you could see that the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, they're cooking up something, okay? Black folk was always originally the most conservative. We founded the conservative party. I'm not even in politics. I'm into what's true and what makes sense. And so now most of our people are liberal. And look at the state of our community. Right. You know, you, you practice theory versus practice. Okay, we put this into practice. Allegedly, all of the Republicans hate your guts and don't care about you. Your team blue loves you. All right, now look at the state of your people and the policies they put in. Right, exactly. And you can look at the fact that New York City, you can't even defend yourself. You can't defend yourself. I used to live there. I, I moved uh, four years ago, best decision I ever made. I had to leave partly too because the neighborhood I, I lived in, I didn't want my son growing up and seeing men that looked like me standing on the corner smoking weed and doing nothing. You know, like that's just, that's not a vision I wanted him to have in his head. And then also too, it leads to fighting and all of this other ridiculousness. My thing is, I just had this conversation with a friend. I said, which one is it? Is this the so-called system of white supremacy? 
or through voting and leveraging the various things in the system, you can make it better and, and quote unquote be equal. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything on the universe that's equal, but if these people are so wicked, why are you looking to be equal to them? That's what I'm saying. It's like the fact it's the, you know, the slave master, it's the house Negro field Negro mentality. And the fact is, is like when you start to look at things and I'll probably get called a coon fist, I don't care. I mean, we could hopefully we'll have a civil discussion about this, but it, you could also look at it with Martin Luther King. All right. He's supposed to be a reverend, but you hanging out with all these people who really shouldn't have anything to do with you. And to come to find out, the more you talk, the more you're like, a. it's like he's the first Barack Obama to come with this inclusive New World Order type of agenda with the fact that, OK, you have the blacks moving in with the whites. But at the same time, you know, the, the blacks can't seem to just have their own stuff like you have the Jews and the Asians and the Italians. They always have to be. Huh? amalgamate us and control us versus we people don't know their history where we were prospering when we were forced to be on our own and one thing that i'll give martin luther king props for is at the very end a lot of people don't know this one of his speeches you have to dig to look for it he says he got people into a burning building yeah he realized that this shit this whole we gonna hold hands and get a fair shake is not gonna work and he was a tool and he was hanging out with uh well, he was hanging out with one of the Rockefellers. Mm -hmm. So the, the things Rustin, if you look into him, his goal, how they use King as a tool, is they use the right duties, but they always use the fight of what they've done to so called black people to get policies for the rainbow and the rest, any other community. Mm -hmm. His symbolism like oh a black female president, a black judge, this or that. Other communities get actual policies. And that's the difference. And, and for me, for example, when I say that, I get called the coon. When I was saying this appointment of this so-called black judge means nothing, she just told you she doesn't know what a woman is. So how do you know that that's a woman? Yeah, Khadijah Brown. Yeah. And she, you look into the Lockheed Martin shooting. See how she treated those survivors, oh, those yeah. black survivors. I, I was so, and people looking at, oh, she's a black woman. I mean, are you crazy? Do you understand what she is for? Yeah, it's like, you know, he's either side of the plantation, Republican Party, you can you have to speak anti black talking points, there's no racism, we're all pull yourself by your bootstraps, even though with certain glass ceilings, you will see that you will see that that white supremacy in your face if you dare try to yeah. actually be somebody to actually be for black people. You could be a Democrat, huh? I'd rather someone tell me to hate my guts. It would hurt, but I at least I know where I stand. At least I know where I stand, but you know, it, it, they're both the same party, and, and that's what I see. Everything part of this thing they call abortion health care. 
right? And they always put the, the black people in the face of it. Right. And I'll tell you, I used to work in schools in New York City. I had a 17-year-old girl. She had five abortions by the time she was graduating. The young lady was mentally destroyed. Right, because it has an effect. They don't tell you. They say, "Oh, it's for me- it's for healthcare." So why aren't you why aren't you looking into the fact that when you have an abortion, it affects your mind, it affects your body. Some women can't even have kids after having an abortion. Some women kill themselves when they have an abortion. Men sometimes go into homosexuality because they don't feel they feel less of a man when they have an abortion because they kill their kid. They kill they rob themselves of the, the opportunity to be fathers. This is what they don't tell you. They don't even bring up the fact that how it impacts a man like what he wants her to have it. They make it all about her because the woman is always going to be used as the tool, you know, to be exploited. A lot of people get triggered. Again, I, I'm just a realist. I'm not trying to... Reason you're labeled as a bigot. You're labeled as you are, what, lame, corny. I remember I used to you be... Yeah, you hate black women. I got that a lot. I got that a lot because um, I had, you know, the title of my show, I changed it from Red Pill Man to Hard Talk Radio because I had some issues with the Red Pill community looking into how they talk and everything. Um, I still I believe in some of it, but a lot of things is they're not they're very disingenuous. It's just bad as feminism in some cases. But as I was saying, <clears throat> when I say things like this, right, people hated me because you a lot of liberal blacks just don't like accountability they want you to cater to feelings that's it that is the key word accountability and the beauty is as long as we are taught to be dependent and point the finger and yell at someone else to come clean up the mess with and we fail to see that that leaves us powerless and they got us right where they want us right and the thing is it's exactly like that. And if you look at the Democratic Republican Party, which is really plantations, the um, the Democrats, right, they want you to cater to feelings. The Democratic blacks want you to cater to feelings. The Republican blacks want you to pick who they want, and they will fight to the death. They will fight for their slave master. Meanwhile, the, the, the Democratic blacks are more of pets. They'll condition you in a way as a pet. They don't. And the thing is, like with her, she's just basically a she's a walking, talking, breathing um, minstrel show, you know, for the whites in there. She's just she talks anti-black talking points sometimes. She has some good points, but at the same time, she will say things that for the white supremacists. For example, yeah. when it came to when it came to Ahmaud Arbery, he she tried to paint him. Oh, he was a criminal and stuff, and it took a black conservative on Twitter to check her and like, Candace, you don't know your facts. Be quiet. Ahmad Aubrey didn't come there to rob the place. It was a construction site. It was not a home. He had sneakers. You look into the surveillance camera, you see different types of people coming in there. 
black, white, Chinese, all types of people came to that construction site and left. He didn't take anything. The thing is, though, they have all this energy for. Um, but when you talk about Ashley Babbitt, who got herself killed by not um, by disobeying a command to stay back instead of she tried to jump over a barricade, tried to um, they tr- they had a blockade they tried to block these people from uh, coming in and trying to harm the people in the Capitol. You know, she gets shot. Oh my gosh, she was murdered, and the guy who shot her was a black cop. Oh, she was murdered. Who murdered her? A cop. You know, I think it was Tucker Carlson or Donald Trump who said, oh, she was murdered. How she was murdered. She put herself in that situation. But when you say that, now they they get butthurt. This is how they are. It's for, this is how it is. Feminism, the Republican Democratic Party. This is about white people stuff. White people getting their, their, you know, it's a power struggle between white man, white woman. And then when it comes to the, Right. And the thing is like, but you, but when you, as a black person, black female, black male, when you say, listen, stay out of this, they're just using you. You get called all these names. You hate black women. How I hate black women when I should join a a organization that was built to destroy black people by sympathizer of Adolf Hitler. by the CIA and again because of our people and what's happened especially with the women you know um, they've been taught to be their own demographic separate from the children and the men and it's so like if I got to separate from y'all to get that high in the sky and be validated and be part of the system then I'll do it and that's the thing where I catch people because it's like so this system, you got to pick one. This system is wicked and evil and anti-human, anti-black, black, black. So why are you fighting so hard to get more goodies in the system in the, and for a better status in the system? I mean, like if the whole foundation is rotten, how, how do you ever truly achieve any semblance of true justice? <laughs> to me, I just like you just to me. Uh, you just have to be like the other communities. They focus on building families. They focus on, you know, that's that's building businesses, focusing on families, building your community and making it safe. That's what you and trying to help people who want to be helped. That's another thing, too. Um, that's basically it starts from the ground up. You have to 
the way I see this, like you have to stay out of the politics. I mean, if you want to vote on the local level, fine, but not the major levels, because the major levels, you know, they don't care about you. It's about getting votes, getting to, you know, fooling people to get them to believe what they want to believe, get their money and waste it in proxy wars like with the Ukraine versus Russia. And then trying to lie and saying that, you know, Ukraine is the good guy when Ukraine is white supremacist alphabet mafia. It's a it, it's a white Atlanta in Ukraine. I showed my friends a documentation of how they treat people that look like us out in Ukraine. And don't you know what they did when people uh, get confronted with something truthful that's in that they don't like? They ignore it. They still don't even let me know where they are. They're, they're mentally gone. Before it all popped off, I warned them, here's what they do to us in the room. Here's what they think about us. And still, I have this Negro arguing with me. You know, we got to trust Biden. Putin is a maniac. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I, I mean, he they got they, they just now admitted they got bio labs over there. All this tax money, your tax money, my tax money is going over there. Okay. And you know, they've already admitted a lot of the money is unaccounted for as well with some of those money they sent, which means they stole it, which is what they always do. Mm-hmm. But everybody is focused on allegedly a woman's right to choose. The one thing I will say, and you can tell ask people this, isn't it amazing that with this Roe versus Wade stuff, now we know who a woman is? Before mm-hmm. we didn't know biologically who was a woman and it's this moving party, and now we're pretty firm on who a woman is. So that shows you the gaslighting, too, of how psychic psychopathic these people are and how they manipulate your psyche i mean the thing is is like people i mean the information is out there but people don't want to look at it and some people especially men who are pro-choice they want the right to hit a woman raw and have her to dump the responsibility no no responsibility yeah and out and out every behavior has consequences and so people are so emotional consequence of sexual activity is always the possibility of a child. That's why with structure, yes, sex was regulated so you wouldn't have illegitimate children, children who weren't born into a loving situation. Caring for a life is very serious. I have three children. I'm married. My parents had us in wedlock, and that was the model that I had to go on. And so I duplicated that. And then you'll have blacks who say like, oh, you got to be polygamous. Oh, men are not meant to be monogamous. I'm like, what? Those, those, that's why I don't do personal though. I don't do the rest of you know, none of that stuff. Because I realize instead of brothers getting together and figuring out, once you get this stuff together anyway, women are going to come sniffing. Men are looking for you. And plus with how toxic a lot of women are and how the laws are corrupt, you should just be focusing on getting yourself together and having a filtering process so that you get you a decent female. But the problem is, is like when you say those, when you say those things, it's like it's in one ear, out the other. They don't want to hear that. They want to hear, I want to have sex with no consequences. I want to be like Pookie and Ray Ray. You want to be like Poop. If she's chasing a man like that, that shows you her, her mentality. And that's what it's really about. They don't even care. It's, 
because some of these women just start kissing them and having sex with them. They don't even care about the consequences. They, they're thinking on the level of a child, of a female. Because when you're not thinking 10 steps ahead and what are the consequences, that's why you'd be so obsessed. Like, I ask, make up your mind. If a lot of these women are so toxic, why are y'all getting together complaining about them so much? Couldn't you do something more productive, building with each other, teaching each other? And they'll come have a tighter process. There's decent women out here. I don't think it's many, unfortunately, because so many have been corrupted, but they're absolutely out here. But they come with every excuse because you tell somebody, okay, if this is the case, get your passport and actually go and try to get a woman. Try to get a woman. Don't go for those prostitutes because here's the problem with these passport bros. Here's the problem. You want the passport, but you're not picking quality women. So you want your right to be Pookie and Ray Ray. That's it. You want Pookie and Ray Ray's pool. You want to go in his urine infested, multiple DNA pool. Third eye fish swimming in it like from the Simpsons. You want you want your your chance in the toxic Olympics. That's basically what it is in some cases. And they don't understand that this type of mentality is hurting the black community. We, and you know, here's the other thing I'll say, I'm about to jump off, which is facts, which leave a lot of our people dumbfounded. We were actually once upon a time the most married group. Yes. In Jim Crow, we had higher marriage rates. And look at what adopting liberalism has gotten us. Now we have the most amount of out-of-wedlock children. Negroes get triggered and make every excuse. Your values matter, and behavior has consequences. So when we were in our right minds, and super conservative and even more about family and i mean conservative not in a political sense but the way of life of what works yeah a way of life that's why they always bash us and attack us around the gay stuff because even their own science you can look this up the black male is actually the most masculine he has the most testosterone they use us to study everything they use our energy and we give in because we have been taught that we want the goodies of this world. Like to me, and that's one of the things I learned, it can't be both. So for me, I believe I'm trying to do the best that I can for my whole thing here. I can care less about this place. I'm not gonna wrap myself in this flag and all this other foolishness. I'm not gonna bash and say crazy stuff like online about the country, but I know what it is. I see it. The thing is, is like a lot of people, we, a lot of the, what happened is due and people are going to call me conspiracy nut but once again i don't care because everything that was called a conspiracy is coming out as conspiracy facts freemasonry is why we got civil rights and the problem with it is the fact that it was meant to keep us in a position of we i don't know how to really explain it but it's just basically the house negro field mentality it was to keep us away from being independent i mean Right. People don't even know the real history, how we were thriving when we were forced to truly come together amongst us only. Once we were amalgamated in and told uh, that everything is going to be equal, wink not, that's how they got us. But when we were really on our square and had no choice but to work with each other, we took care of business. That's why they went and bombed Black Wall Street. They went and took it apart. And people, a lot of our people don't even know that history. If, and I think that's the same thing that has to happen again. We have to be forced 
again to work together. Those of us who want to do it, the rest of them that want this system, like even some of my friends who who try to attack me and say, "Oh, because you don't vote in national election, you don't have a word. You shouldn't have a right to complain." Them Negroes is gone. Voting does isn't a look. Voting presidents are not select. They're, they're not elected. They're selected. All right. these presidents have to follow the line they want. Okay, Obama. He had to follow the line when it came to abortion. He had to follow the line when it came to bombing Yemen. He had to follow the line when it came to, um, was it Benghazi, I believe? Okay. He had to follow, he had to toe that line. He had to go all the way to Kenya to try to get the president of Kenya to accept uh, alphabet marriage and Kenyan president shut him down. Okay. These, these people elected are puppets, even Donald Trump. And people want to say, well, Donald Trump, Donald Trump is from God. The man is not from God. The last president that we had was elected Kennedy. He decided to actually try to do things on behalf of the electorate and he got his brain The man uh, Kennedy was trying was also down with the uh with the um the Freemasonry and he was trying to get um he was he was down with it too. He was trying to you know he the he, Martin Luther King was part of the boule. Okay. Boule, servant of the king. Boule was basically, it's the black version of the skull and bones. And they are, they like, basically, you want to talk about House Negro? That was the Boule under skull and bones. Okay? That's basically what they were. For me, Kennedy was the last president. He went off script, and so they handled him. He was revealing things that he had no business talking about. Yeah, he's talking about secret societies and stuff. We're done with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, you know, Putin's Putin is doing that, trying to get the gold standard back. He already has gold mining in uh Zimbabwe right now. Um yeah, I, I didn't want to get off topic though. But I was gonna come back to the uh the feminism. All right. Yeah. So basically I, Oh, you gotta go, you said? Yeah, no, no, I got one last point um that I'll No, I don't remember. Years ago, the rapper Shorty Lowe in Atlanta, they did a show of him with his 10 baby mamas, and obviously that was to support the narrative of our broken families and black men just being reckless, getting a bunch of women pregnant. He wasn't involved. Fortunately, there was enough outcry that it I think it barely lasted one season. But you show me would they ever allow this to be played for the Chinese people? The Jewish people, the Puerto, no, no other demographic would accept that as entertainment. Exactly. Exactly. Of their people to be viewed that way, but we we love the minstrels. Drill music, it is kill music, and look n word. So whites could say it too. And I'd be thinking to myself, would you wouldn't dare try to talk to a Jewish person and get them to try to say the racial slur that is used at them. You wouldn't dare try to talk to an Asian and try to get the racial slur used at them to be normalized. You wouldn't do that, but you want to do it with blacks. It's all about that integration mentality where you give something up. However, the last thing I say before I jump off, bro, here's one way to look at it. I say to my friends, other communities come here and they see America for what it is. It's a thought. You use her, you get what you can out of her, you don't fall in love and marry her. Us, we really want to marry her, 
despite how much he abuses and uses us. Exactly. That's the difference. Other communities, you a side chick. I'm going to use you for what I can get out of you. I'm going to keep you at a distance. And when I'm done, I'm done with you. But us, we want marriage and commitment out of her. I mean, that's what they do. I mean, it came with, you know, Obama. People wanted to give him a second term. People uh, wanted to uh, use him and saw him as beautiful man. But the dude was, the dude wasn't anything. All right. I guess he, he came off now. All right. Okay, cool. So back to the music now. All right, I guess he I guess he came off. All right. All right. Back to it. Where was I? All right. And if it wasn't bad enough, it gets worse. The major song appropriated by those rightfully devastated by the decision of um, the Supreme Court is Stand Up, performed by Cynthia Erivo for the Harriet movie. Envios who is British anti-black American behavior. How bad that movie was aside. What reality bending substance do you need to be on to think it is okay to use a song about a black activist and abolitionist leader leading her people to freedom from slavery in your video about abortion. They don't care, man. They're trying to get blacks to go into this slaughterhouse to delete kids. And the reason why, I'll tell you why. You know, um, the reason why is because when it came to abortion, right? It was supposed to be blacks deleting their babies the most. But now it has come to the point that you have white women deleting their kids the most. This is how it's supposed to be in the mind of a white supremacist who's in government and making these laws. Black people are supposed to get the flu. You're supposed to get AIDS. You're supposed to get herpes. We, we just get gonorrhea. And we take medication, goes away, except it was the reverse. White people end up getting AIDS. White people get getting AIDS. White people end up getting herpes. Okay? So that's how to turn things around, just like the war on drugs. War on drugs, just say no to drugs. But when their white children were going over from the suburbs to the ghettos to get ran through if they were a white woman, or to sell or get um, steal to get money to buy to buy the crack from their dealer. Now it was like we got to be firm, tough on crime. That's how it goes with these white supremacists in office. But you can look it up. White women are having more abortions than black women, and they can't have that. That is why it was overturned. That is why Mary Miller, a Republican who was endorsed by Donald Trump, said the overturning of Roe v. Wade was a victory for white life. And not a single soul that was Republican ever checked her for that. Trump was right behind her, on the right next to her, on stage. Trump didn't check her. He didn't check her at all. They just clapped. That tells you that you got racism in the, in the uh, Republican Party. And Trump, racist. Sorry. You got your racism either way. Okay. 
He'll just look at you like that low-key racist grandpa and pretend it, it's not there. Okay? He'll pretend it's not there. Joe Biden, his actions will tell you he's racist. His actions will tell you he's racist. And let's not forget um, his voting uh, pitch. Get your booty to the poll. Ain't, ain't no blacks, liberal blacks who voted for Biden had a problem with it either. Gaslighting. Yes, Obama was a disaster for black people. Even his uh, constituents in Illinois said, don't vote for him. He's terrible. Okay. The song and movie echo Harriet Tubman's bravery into coming back for her people and bringing them to freedom. The last lines of the song, which repeat four times, I go to prepare a place for you and are believed to be Tubman's last words in 1913. TikTok sounded like TikTok sounds don't even often keep the keep the whole song, but there are lyrics presented in the viral sound. And I'll fight with the strength that I go until I die. So I'm going to stand up, take my people with me. Together we are going to a brand new home far across the river. Can you hear freedom calling? Calling me to answer. Going to keep on, keep on. First of all, there's a complicated and horrible history of forced impregnation by slave owners that is not even on the same plane of the existence of non-enslaved women. This is on top of the issue that the women most affected by abortion bans will be poor black and brown women. Our community's kids will disproportionately fill the prisons and put the 13th Amendment slavery loophole except as a punishment for a crime to its full potential. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? A lot of you women, this is why I like the fact of Roe v. Wade being overturned because now it's showing the irresponsibility of women who are pro-choice. Basically what you're saying, because, you know, it's overturned, I have to go back to using the pill. I got to go back to either using the pill or being celibate and working on myself so I could be a suitable mate for a potential husband that could be a good father for my children. That means I have to close my legs. That means I have to practice abstinence. If I want to go with the trope that birth control um, makes my body allergic. I'm just going to be honest here. Due to medical science, birth control isn't good for women. It causes cancer in some cases. All right. I hate to say it, but women are just, things are going to have to go back to the 1950s. You want a man with a 1950 mentality, then you're going to have to be a woman with a 1950 mentality. It's just that simple. You can't ask for a man to be traditional and all and have all the trimmings of a traditional 1950s man, but you want to be a baby-killing new age woman with no morals whatsoever. That is what's been going on for decades, ever since Roe v. Wade was put into practice. Okay? That's what's been happening. Women who just felt like, well, you know, I don't feel like having a baby right now, even though you're married to a good man, or you have a man that's willing to marry you. You know, you made the decision to go and have a baby out of wedlock. You decide to kill the child because your career comes first. You just don't feel for you it's right. Never mind what that man felt who wants to be in your kid's life. Never mind that. I'm just going to kill it. Instead of just saying, you know what? Due to this, I'm going to be more of a responsible human being. 
because this is what's showing about these feminist modern women. They don't want equality. They don't want an equal playing field. This man has to be all these things. Don't objectify me. Be morally upright. Now I got to do the same thing. I got to be morally upright. I can't take my body and throw and drive it through a cornfield of phalluses and then expect a man to be with me. Look at Maya Khalifa right now. She's suffering from this fake women's empowerment. Going around, sleeping around, doing porn. This is part of our woke culture, okay? I'm just, how what does this have to do with uh, pro-choice? It does, because when you're doing these type of things, you risk getting pregnant. You risk having a reputation of sleeping around and having abortions. Now, I'm not talking about the fact that she's had abortions. I don't know about that. But I will talk about the fact the loose recklessness of the female body that many females do. Okay? And now they wonder why they got to pay that price. Why they can't get a man of substance. Because of what they've done with their bodies has caused damage to their mind and their soul. And their reproductive organs. And in a way has blacklisted them. From getting a suitable mate. That's all I got to say for now. Let me know what you think of the comments later.